Let's see, welcome to the first episode of People Who Run. We thought it'd be a good idea, you know, to make a running podcast right in the middle of this corona crisis. <laughs> I mean, we've got plenty of time on our hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, I think uh, let's start this out just by introducing ourselves, if you want to go okay. first. Yeah, so I'm Carmen. I've been running since high school, but just recently, I guess, started doing races. But I'm a party pace person, <laughs> and I do running for mental health mostly, um, and recently for the community. Yeah, so my name is Josh. I am a uh, radio producer and a filmmaker based out of Omaha, Nebraska, and I uh, started running a couple, couple years ago now. And kind of similar to you, party pace and uh, somebody who never thought that they would be like an athlete on my end. Like, I just never thought I would consider myself an athlete. And yeah, I run to make me help me uh, be less crazy. And it really helps, especially right now. Especially right now. Although I am very dearly missing the community aspect of running yeah absolutely i could see that on your end because over here in omaha like i was just ready to start going to our like we have a popular group run on thursday nights at a brewery and like 100 to 150 people go you know like whenever it's nice out and of course it got canceled um yeah reasonably so but also that doesn't mean it's any less of a bummer um but I feel fortunate that I can still go run and um, I am going to do like a radio story about um, like our big Lincoln marathon got canceled. It's our big marathon and I was going to do the half this year and yeah. my neighbor actually, uh, she was going to do it too. And so I'm going to actually interview her for the radio because she works in the healthcare industry and she's a runner oh, and wow. we're going to do our half uh, marathons virtually. So That's cool. So that's kind of the angle that I'll be taking there. But yeah, so, and that's part of the reason why we started this podcast is because we wanted, this podcast is for anyone who runs. Um, We're not going to be focusing on, you know, elite races or anything like that. We're going to be focusing on everyday people who do other things with their lives, who run for their mental health, for meditation, and just to be like a more well-rounded person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so that's why we're here. That's our justification for having yet another running podcast on your feed. <laughs> I don't know. Is it that saturated? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to talk shit. I, I like I like a lot of podcasts. <laughs> we love everybody. <laughs> yeah, we love everyone. I love listening to the elite ones too because I like hearing about that. I love you know, I stayed up super late watching Elliot Kipchoge like run the two hour yeah. marathon. And, and I like watching the, uh, you know, I was like tuning into the Atlanta like uh, qualifiers and stuff the like trials, that. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's like, that's all stuff that I enjoy. And I love documentaries about elite runners. I love all that stuff. But I also love just like uh, talking about it from a place of, mindfulness and as a lifestyle 
Yeah, I mean, watching all those things, it's very fun. But I have to say, I feel like I get more inspired and want to push myself by the actual runners in my life, you know? Yeah, totally. Exactly. I'm with you. And when I see those stories about like, um, I don't remember, I saw it, you know, just like when you see those stories about like uh, regular people who, (laughs) you know, just started running and and when it's you, it's you, it's us, you know, those are, those are the people that inspire me the most, like people that you would have never, they didn't go to, you know, their parents weren't grooming them to be like elite, like Olympic (laughs) runners, you know what I mean? They weren't on track. They weren't cross country. Exactly. Like I never, like when I was, when I was in high school and stuff, like I know you were running in high school and stuff, but when I was in high school, I was like anti-exercise. I thought it was lame. And I thought I was... I thought I was like a cool punk rock kid who like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I grew Not up racing. Exercise. I, yeah, I grew up and you know, we were exercising. I grew up racing BMX, which is exercise, you know, and That's I grew up, cool. I grew up skateboarding and that was exercise. But, you know, I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to join the school team. Cause I'm like, I was like a fake punk rock kid. I thought I was cool in punk rock, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> Well, and to be honest, I wasn't on like track or anything. I was just on my uh, school's rowing team and our warm up was like one to two miles running. That was like the extent of my running in high school. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I so when I first moved to Omaha, I actually emailed a rowing group and I haven't heard back from them. And that's been like a year. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> so I should reach out again and see if they're still doing yeah. it. I don't know. Maybe they missed my email. I mean, it's. I mean, I was a coxswain, so I sat there and steered the boat and yelled at them. But huh. <laughs> but uh, it's a really good workout if you actually get to row. <laughs> yeah, totally. I mean, you know, as someone who pretty much only likes running, I have no upper body strength. So Same. I have spaghetti arms. <laughs> <laughs> Our topic today is going to be a pretty obvious one because uh, originally we were going to talk about the races that we're training for. <laughs> well, I mean, I got pretty lucky and I still got to run my race. That's uh, true. So I am like beyond grateful that the LA Marathon didn't cancel. And as far as I know, um, I guess I haven't heard that people got sick from it still going forward. I don't know. Um, but maybe one of the stories Hakeem sent you was came from that because we had a lot of people who were running their first marathon. Um, there was a big push <laughs> after last year's marathon. Um, my One of my crews, Koreatown Run Club, we kind of have this um, thing that we do on the Monday after the marathon where anyone who ran it gets to call out or nominate someone else to run it. So a lot of people got nominated last year who had never run a marathon. So it was just really beautiful and inspiring to see um, people take on their first marathon and just like you. I mean, unfortunately, you don't know it yet (laughs) and I don't know when you'll get to know it. But like, you know, the feeling of crossing that finish line is incredible. And but I think it's also kind of making this time difficult, especially this Sunday. A lot of us were like posting a marathon picture and just kind of in disbelief of that that was only a week ago and life is so different now Mm. yeah so tell so 
Did you do the full marathon? Paint that picture of the I day did. a little bit. Like paint the picture of how your race went. Oh man. <laughs> it was a roller coaster as I think probably most marathons are for people. Um so I actually got into a corral with a friend that had a similar pace goal as myself. Uh so we started off together. It was a little bit fast for me, but I was feeling good and foolishly thought maybe I could maintain it. <laughs> Um, but like around mile 10, she said she felt something in her shoe and was going to pull over and take off her shoe. And I mean, we had already agreed that we could leave each other, you know, if one felt faster than the other for whatever reason, that there would be no hard feelings or expectations of staying together. Um, so it turns out she had a blister and I guess it popped around mile 14. So Uh, she ran the whole marathon with like open bleeding blister on the bottom of her foot which is just like on top of her plantar fasciitis i'm like i i don't know how she did it because i i can't imagine still running what 12 more miles like that that was crazy um so i i died around mile 16 oh no (laughs) yeah i caught a really bad stitch around 20 struggled from 20 to 21 because i just didn't know how to get rid of it Luckily, um, Koreatown Run Club, the Bravo zone was at 23 and a half. And one of our coaches, Carol, she like talked me through trying to get rid of it. So I spent like the rest of that time to mile 24 getting rid of the stitch. And then finally realizing I was still within my goal time, tried to pick up the pace as much as I could. Uh, I got a personal record, but I... Missed my goal by 37 seconds. Oh, no. Yeah, so it's like I I finished kind of frustrated because I literally left it all out on that course. Like I almost threw up when I crossed the finish line just from pushing so hard. <laughs> um, but you still but PR'd. Back, <laughs> yeah, so I still PR'd. And also looking back on it, I did a lot of new things like um, I had negative splits the last four miles, which I've never had before in a marathon. That's awesome. Um, and for my first time ever, I ran through like over half of the water stations. I usually walk them all because I'm afraid to like, I don't know, not be able to run and drink water at the same time. And I, I did it. <laughs> so I'm just trying to look at the little things like that to be proud about. <laughs> well, you killed it. You're still only 37 seconds off. I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, my Garmin says I reached it, but, you know, the official time. <laughs> mm, well, I think the Garmin's more correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, that's really awesome. Yeah, so April 4th, I was supposed to do a 10-mile race called the Early Bird 10-miler. Um, mm-hmm. And I was going to use that as partly training for my full marathon, which was April 25th. And, of course, both of those got canceled, but they're both doing, well, the full marathon hasn't announced if they're doing a virtual race or if they're just rescheduling yet. Um, yeah. it's, in a, it's in a pretty small town in Nebraska, so I think that they're able to probably work with the city a little more easily to not incur, like, extra costs and stuff. Right. To just yeah. move it. So I'm not 100% sure yet, but we'll see. Um, the 10-miler is... Uh, going virtual. Mm. So uh, that one I'm going to do on Saturday. I'm just going to go 
me and my wife, you know, we're both going to go out and do our 10 miler together and she's faster than me. So I have a good feeling I'll PR (laughs) and because I'm going to try to stick with her and just leave it all out. And yeah, that's good. Yeah, so I'm trying to look on the bright side. I, I have a neighbor, too, who is also going to do that race, so she might even come with us, and, like, the three of us, you know, we'll just run six feet apart from her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll wear a mask or something. <laughs> um, and, you know, we have, like, a bike path, like, right by our uh, by our house, so we'll just do it on there, and and, yeah, yeah. you know... It won't be as exciting, but, you know, at least, like, there may be a little bit of community involved in there. And then I also get to do the radio story about it and, you know, talk yeah. about, you know, running and all that stuff. Yeah. So there's that. Um, as far as the marathon goes, like, I was, I've been feeling pretty good because I've been running a lot of miles. I've been, like, averaging, like, 30 miles a week. Uh, um just because I have a goal more so rather than times this year. Like, my goals are all, like, uh, amount of miles that I'm running. Oh, okay. But now that I can't do my marathon, I'm, I'm like, you know, I mostly just wanted to finish it. But maybe since it's being postponed, I'm going to kind of refocus and do a more traditional oh, yeah. training now. That's true. So I'm going to start doing some like intervals and going to the track. I found, you know, all the Yay. schools are closed like for months, so I can go run on the track anytime. And Oh, that's true. Yeah. So I hadn't I'm, thought about that. I'm going to go to the high school and just run on the track and do some intervals and do all that stuff and try to get a little faster. Um, I've never focused on speed really. And I figure maybe now's a good time to do that. Um, and, you know, take the time to do things that I like. Like, uh, you know, I love podcasts. I love running. So here we are. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I still have a full marathon, even if the other one oh, right. ends up canceling. I still have a full marathon in October, the Des Moines marathon that I'm signed up for. And that one's a little bit bigger of a race. So, um So I'll really put my focus on that one. And yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Um, But, you know, it is. um, I really I think the thing I really feel bad about is. You know, I can't be too bummed out about the races because I feel really fortunate that I can still work with my job. And yeah. The work that I do, I come from the coffee industry and the grocery industry, and all of my friends in the coffee industry are really struggling right now. Um, my friends mm-hmm. who own coffee shops, you know, that have to close in Denver are losing, you know, huge chunks of their income, and all of these people, yeah. like, run on razor-thin margins anyway. And a lot of my friends who are baristas and stuff... You know, that's the, that's the thing that I'm really, those are the things that are really worrying me. So I feel fortunate and I'm just trying not to (laughs) fall into the despair too much, but yeah, it's it's (laughs) (laughs) I feel lucky that I have my health and that I can still go run and that I can still, um, work, you know, at home. Um, but at the same time, you know, how do we change, 
How do we change the society to focus That's, on the most vulnerable more? And maybe this is yeah. a huge wake up call. I don't know. I think so. I mean, I really hope so. Like I've seen a lot of like community building and like people actually getting to know their neighbors and helping each other and asking for help. So I'm really hoping that this is something that sticks around even when we're allowed outside our houses and apartments. Yeah, actually, that's true. I, I, so my neighbor who is a runner, like literally we've never run together. We've barely ever talked or anything. And then today I just messaged her and I was like, Hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing this story. If you ever, if you'd want to be a part of it, that'd be cool. Also, I know we haven't hung out as neighbors or anything, but, um, you know, if you ever need anything, just let us know, stop by, whatever, you know? And I was like, we're around, you know? And yeah. it's really made me realize, like, how much, like, because um, I've only lived in Omaha for, like, a year. But it's made me realize, like, how much, like, um, I'm appreciative of the friends that I've made and the community I've built, but how much more community building I still need to do. Yeah. And that's a that's with running and that's also with like my filmmaking and stuff and like all those things. Those and I want to focus on building those communities and those relationships. Definitely. And this definitely has like uh, reminded me of that. So. Yeah, um, Koreatown Run Club actually set up like a they organize volunteers, but also like um a fund and just kind of our fielding inquiries from people who need help whether it be groceries running errands checking in on elderly relatives things like that so it's been really beautiful to see and you i mean you've heard me speak a lot of the la running community here so it's just kind of amazing that everyone's just willing to help out yeah, let's talk about the LA running community a little <laughs> bit cuz so for everyone listening, Carmen and I met on a Ari Libre trip to Oaxaca for Day of the Dead. I did. Yeah, Ari Libre, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh god. Yeah, we met in Oaxaca uh when we were out there for Day of the Dead and trail running and through these beautiful mountains and and that was just like a magical experience. I don't know why I got into that. I actually thought about it the other day. I was like, we should have just moved to the little mountain village when we all agreed to. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, we talked about starting a commune and everything, and we didn't do it. <laughs> why didn't we do it? Oh, I know. I was really regretting not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Why did I yeah. segue to this, though? I'm forgetting now. Um, It's how we met. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 So And, I mean, to a certain extent, the Aire Libre family is kind of a little bit like a running family. You know, we we let each other know when someone's going to be in someone's town to try to do runs together and that's true. support each other's projects. Yeah, and so I was down at, at this running, um, at this Aire Libre event in Oaxaca, mm-hmm. And that's where I met Carmen and a bunch of other people. And I was down there making a documentary about the experience and which will be done soon. And then (laughs) all of you listening can watch it. And I think it's pretty good. Um, so far, so far from what I've seen, it's amazing. Thank you. Um, (laughs) that's nice to hear because 
I had like 11 hours of footage I had to turn into like right now it's at an hour so <laughs> um no That's I had a lot of footage I had nine hours of footage sorry I had nine hours of footage that I have at an hour now so anyway with that um we live in different cities and and I just want to get a picture of the LA running community for anyone who's not based out of there um because I think L.A. and New York and some of the bigger cities are pretty unique in the run crew community. So let's talk about who you run with and, like, what's going on out there in L.A. Yeah. Um, so I run with two groups, um, Koreatown Run Club and Good Vibes Track Club. Um, they're both pretty great families, really awesome people, just trying to help each other get better and keep each other motivated with running and also friendship and just a lot of great support. Um, And it's all love. You know, we had this really amazing shakeout run before the marathon with like almost all of the crews in LA, which was really cool to see. Um, And I think maybe before this whole quarantine, I thought it wasn't as united, but now it's just really great to see everyone coming together. Um, And kind of we're all just entertaining ourselves through Instagram (laughs) (laughs) and connecting that way because, you know, it's it's so much fun and so beautiful to all run together. And I think we've been struggling with having to run alone or like the social distance running and keeping in small groups. So we've all just been kind of like checking in on Instagram when we go for a run and tagging our crews and, you know, trying to virtually stay connected. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, But I think um, I'm just also really amazed and proud at what the running communities have kind of built around the LA Marathon because they've definitely made LA Marathon the past two years kind of like, even though it's not a major, like one that now people from all over come to run just because they host such cool events and like unsanctioned races now during that weekend. And KRC and Good Vibes definitely led a lot of those this marathon weekend. Um, I think it's just really cool to see how grassroots it is, you know, because in comparison to like when you go to some of the majors, it's usually the big corporations that are like or like running stores that are hosting the events. And here it's very much run crew based. You know, right now I live in a smaller city in Omaha and and we have like run clubs and stuff uh, that put on like bigger races but there's not a lot of like smaller crews that go to like the races together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's not like I, I've noticed in like in LA and New York and stuff, there's like, and we had this in the bike community. And, and uh, when I was in Denver, I was very into cycling. Mm-hmm. Um, when I moved to Omaha, I didn't like cycling as much. So I got really obsessed with running because um, I just didn't like cycling here as much. But there was a lot of those like little crews that would go ride bikes together. And I'm noticing that in like Omaha and stuff, there's not a lot of that. And I'm just like, part of like, uh, this topic for me is like, is trying to build that, 
you know, in smaller cities, like getting small, like smaller groups of people that want to run together, train together, and then also support the bigger races and go to the races together. And then also just have like cool merch and stuff and just like create that community through (laughs) that kind of thing. Like I just love design and stuff. So I love the idea of bringing that to, you know, yeah, um, my wallet definitely took a hit during Marathon Weekend with all the merch that was released I could imagine. by these groups. <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine. Because part of it, too, is like I think running and a lot of sports, like I think the aesthetic is changing to where people um, like might see like a, something that just looks really cool. <laughs> which is like might seem kind of lame but at the same time i think that like making like fitness and stuff seem like a cool thing to be doing yeah and mindfulness like being a cool thing to be doing is like not only like just to like be self-serving or whatever but it's also like a way to create that community and help people's mental health and i think that that mm-hmm. and i think that changing that view of like what um running is or just exercise in general like it being a community thing it being like uh a something to be a part of is so important in helping it grow and bringing the benefits of those kind of uh lifestyles together like what area libre is doing uh, area libre is doing yeah. <laughs> um, almost <laughs> I, yeah and then uh just like with those uh just taking this idea of like hey, let's go to like somewhere really random and change what like running is. And for them, it's about adventure. It's like when we were on this trip, we were running from these different villages, like from one village to the other. And it really made me think like, oh, I could just like run to a place. And then like I was already like having, I had that in my head. I was like run commuting to work. Like I have a run backpack, Mm -hmm. you know, and I throw my clothes in my bag and I'm like, cool, I get three miles on the way to work and I get three miles back. And that's my run for the day, but it's also how I got to work. So, yeah. And then, you know, maybe we can do an episode about that. I don't know. Um, Or a segment. But I just like the idea of changing what, like, running is. Because it is part of that where it used to be, like, this weird thing that only really, you know, fit-looking people did or whatever. But I feel like it's changing now to where it can be, like, anyone, any body type, any gender, any any race. Like, it's not one specific thing. And I don't think it ever has been, but there's just been a dominant narrative in America specifically. Yeah, I mean, I think that's especially what I love about um, really most of the crews in L.A., but especially, like, um, like Koreatown Run Club, it's they got a lot of people, yeah, who would have never considered running to come out and start running, you know? Yeah, that's amazing. um Actually, the way it started, they were trying to start a, a soccer club. Oh, really? And it didn't work out, so then they're like, well, let's try running, even though um, Dewey and Mike weren't really runners, you know? <laughs> and now it's like this amazing community of like, I, fe- I don't even know what was the final number of how many marathoners we had, but it was a lot like if you go on their page and see you can see it was a lot and then um good vibes also is all about representation representation you know um the track workouts on tuesday are in crenshaw you know Mm -hmm. uh so it's just trying to bring bring running to different communities and yeah make them feel like the dominant narrative that you've seen that's not 
what it is and that's not where it's moving forward like anybody can run i think that's part of the reason we love it you know it's like you can just put on some shoes and get out the door i think moving forward um what are your goals for this podcast like what do you want to well why are we doing this you know i kind of mentioned it at the beginning but let's dive into yeah let's dive into that I mean, I guess it's kind of hard to feel right that like we because for me, I want other people to find this sport that I really love. But part of why I love it is a part of the communities that I'm in right now. So it's definitely a little hard to focus on those goals in this quarantine. Um, But it's also like a good challenge to find different ways to connect. But definitely want it to be about people taking that first step out the door. And knowing that running is for them, no matter what you look like, what your pace is, where you live, it's for everyone. I love that. Yeah, that's exactly my goal too. Like, I found this thing that helps me so much. Like, I'm not doing it to try to be like a super skinny person or anything or like, (laughs) or to, for anything like that. It's, it's literally just like this thing that I've like fallen in love with that it has helped me with my confidence, it hel- it's helped me become like uh, better at my job. Just cause like the fact that like, yeah. I never thought I would be a person that could go out and run 13 miles. And like now I do on a regular basis. Like I thought that was insane, you know? Yeah. And like now I do that just cause it's Saturday and I wanna do like a marathon at some point, which you know, yeah. was gonna be in a month, but now it's not. But. Hey, more training time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it's just about, for me, just like it's given me so much more confidence in my life knowing that I didn't think I could do something and now I know I can do it. And and it's Mm -hmm. just helping me um, in so many ways. And it's also like helped me learn what meditation is because I feel like one of the biggest hurdles with running for me at first is that it's like that boredom factor. Mm. (laughs) And then... I think once you get into it and you decide you want to be a runner, you know, you learn to love it, you know? Yeah. Um, That's what I tell people when they're first starting out. Like, don't try to do three miles or even a mile off the bat. Like, take it block by block. Run one block, walk the next block. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, you you are going to hate it and you're not going to want to come back to it. And you're never going to see, like, all the benefits of it. I mean, like, for me... I've, I've stuck with it for so long because for me, it's the only time my mind is quiet. Like, unless I have an injury, like, it's the only time I'm not worrying about a million things. It's just, like, me and the road and nature and the sounds and it's just, yeah, it's calming. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that that is an important thing to bring to people. Um... And yeah, it, the other part of it is just, yeah, again, like like you said, it's just running is for anyone who runs. And I deal with imposter syndrome all the time. I, I dealt with it a little bit while we were in Oaxaca uh, yeah. at first. And then, and then even that experience makes you learn like, okay, well, everyone has that at some point. You know, everyone mm-hmm. like justifies like somebody that's way faster than me will be like, Oh, I'm not very fast. You know, I just run cause I love it and blah, blah, blah. And, I'm like, <laughs> and you're like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, you're 
kicking my ass and (laughs) and i although apparently everyone walked some of those inclines you know we just didn't see it because we were we're a little bit in the back (laughs) yeah totally which is fine yeah you can can be last somebody has to be Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah um but yeah, so that's what this podcast is. And moving forward, you know, this was kind of an introduction. So this, you know, we'll have more specific topics that we cover. We'll talk about the things that we're doing to train and race. We'll talk about like equipment that we're stoked on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, what, what makes us want to run and be more mindful. Yeah, keep it up out there, guys. Keep putting in the miles and doing your thing. Keep checking in. Well, thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you soon with episode two. Yeah, and get out and run. <laughs> <laughs>